Bonjour everyone and welcome back to Casseleline, the French football podcast with the accent. This is Jeremy Magan, your host as usual. And from today onwards, we're going to work on a little bit of a different format for Casseleline. I'm going to every week try and you know present to you a player or a team, someone that I think is you know worth talking about and in Ligue 1, somebody who's really been impressive. Just to develop a little bit everyone's, you know, knowledge of of what's going on in France, and and to, I guess, warn you of which player might be the next, um, who could that be? The next Raphael Varane, or the next uh, player who's going to go to the EPL for seventy million, or to Napoli for eighty million. When we talk about Ozymen. anyway, in the first part of today's podcast, we are going to talk about Wamed Omari, the young defender who plays at Stade René and who's been impressive this season. And in the second part, we'll go through, of course, match day 24 and the few results that we've seen this weekend. Of course, Paris Saint-Germain still winning and followed, um, closely is a loose term, but followed still by uh, Olympique de Marseille. We'll also talk about Saint-Etienne um, getting a third win in a row, which is impressive for Les Verts, who clearly are um, performing well under Pascal Duprat. We are going to get that going quickly. We start with the music. Okay, Wamed Omari, the real, the real gem of the Stade René this season. We're going to do a bit of a focus on the young centre-back, um, young centre-back who was born in, in Mayotte, which is a French territory, a French island, from um, of Comorian parents. He's, he's been just, I guess, nothing short of impressive for Rennes this season. And I guess in, in a position where we didn't expect to see someone young coming up for, for Rennes, we know that Rennes has a very, very successful academy. We knew, we've seen, you know, um, Kamavinga and Adrien Truffert and those players coming up. Maybe we didn't expect somebody to come in um, as a centre-back after the the off-season. Um, as, as a reminder, this off-season, Rennes had bought um, Loïc Badet from Lens, who Loïc Badet who had been impressive with the RC Lens last year, and they bought him for 17 million. So he didn't look like that's where the the need would be. But Wamed Omari worked the work and, and did what he had to do, and he's now um, has confirmed himself as a starter in a, in a team that is fighting for UCL spot and also playing uh, a pretty successful campaign in Conference League. Quickly about Wamed Omari and I guess his um his background. Uh, so as I said, the, the parents are Comorian. He's born in Mayotte. Um, he spent his youth in in Marseille, where he was playing for a club called US Canton for six years before he was scouted at thirteen by Rennes. Um, he played a, a couple of years for, for the Rennes feeder club, the TRA, TA Rennes, um, and, and another one, I can't remember the name now, one of the academies where you go to school and you also play football. Um, and then at 15, um, joined the real, I guess, Stade René, where he's known um, quite a few success with the academy, mainly um, becoming under-19 champion in 2019, the famous, um, the famous Gambardella Cup, uh, which is usually the game the final is played just before the final of the French Cup at the end of the season. 
in that team when they win at the under 19 champion he's uh he's got Jan Boho he's got uh, Lorenza Signon who we've seen playing with uh Ren in Ligue 1 since Jan Boho is at the moment on loan at Vitesse uh, but also Lucas Acuña who since um went to Nice and who is in that second part of the season loaned to Clermont a very very technical uh, offensive midfielder the year after they finished champion of of um of the under 19 in France they played the youth league uh, and they played in the youth league what we call the um i guess the the cup champion uh, path so he they went through three rounds and then they were to play against all those youth league teams that are qualified because their um their first team is in champions league um and when he had to they go through two three rounds and then they play against Inter Milan when they got um disqualified and unfortunately for Ren that game uh, Omari wasn't playing until then he was playing and he had a bit of a taste of what the high level is and he responded pretty well um he missed the game against Inter Milan and um and they got disqualified um interestingly enough uh, Romain Ferrier who is um Omari's coach during most of his youth explained in an interview earlier this season that um, as a centre-back, he's always been technically gifted. Um, he's always been really good at reading um, the the football. He's always been ready to to see, to play because of, of how good it was on the ball and how good it was defensively. But um, mentally, he took um, it took him a little bit longer than other players, like Kamavinga and Truffert, to get where he had to be. Uh, you know, Omari is 21 years old right now and, and he's finally coming out in Liga and, you know, Kamavinga, of course, had his big um, coming, I guess, coming of age at 16 years old and prefer at 18 or 19. Um, so it might be, it might feel like a late bloom at 21. It's still obviously, um, still obviously not that late. Uh, Romain Fayet was saying that, you know, if he had been here for that game against Inter Omari, that probably could have been another another situation for Rennes because at the time, uh, Omari was a real driving force in the in the locker room. Of course, that experience in the youth league helped him, um, and so did training with professionals day in day out. He, he signed his first pro contract for a year only in 2020, and then in 2021 he, he convinced, and so he signed uh, a contract for three more years. He had never played a minute in league hein, though until this season. He, he never played in the first um, team, and, and then this off season it looked like room was made. I guess if not for him, at least he convinced that room can be kept for him. Um, Ren lost Da Silva. Uh, they shipped Niamzi to, to Strasbourg, who's actually um, doing pretty well down there. And they recruited Bade, like I said, for, from Lens for a hefty 17 million euro uh, price. Bade was supposed to be the, um, the centre-back next to uh, Aguerd, of course. Aguerd was... Uh, was probably one of the best centre-backs we have in Ligue 1 right now. Uh, and Gela was supposed to be the third, with Omari, the fourth centre-back. There was actually a bit of worry in, in the minds of Rennes fans at the beginning of the season, having only four options in centre-back, with the fourth option being someone who's never played in Ligue 1. Fast forward, um, you know, three day, three match days later, uh, the game against Angers, Bade gets recorded just before half-time, Gela was injured. And so, therefore, Omari is the one who played the second half. You know, Rennes was down to 10. They conceded twice. Um, so they lose that game. But Omari actually impressed with, with his coolness and with his um, technical ability under pressure. I'll just 
tell you, you know, what, what his teammates and, and coach are saying about him. And then we'll actually um, go into what kind of player he is. Uh, so if you, if you listen to Baptiste Santa Maria, um, he said that he felt like Omari was a young player with um, a, a gigantic talent, um, that he was actually quite, um, quite an all-rounder as far as his ability goes. And that he was always happy to listen to the older players. Uh, and that when you see what he does at training and, and what he did against Angers, uh, he's showing good things and he's a good promise for the future. That's what Santa Maria says after the Angers game. Um, Genesio says that at the time as well, that he is an all-rounder, that he can, um, that he loves going to, to the duels, that he loves to defend, um, which is rare in, in young defenders this day and age. There's so much accent put onto their ability to actually drive the ball and, and be the first one doing the build-up that they forget about actually defending. Um, what Genesio likes about Omari and he's got both. He loves to defend, but he's also very, very good technically. Um, Genesio keeps, says that he's got a very good first pass, um, very good at being the first um, person in charge of the build-up at that age. He's quick, he's good in the air, um, he's just got a lot of quality, and, and Genesio finishes by saying that um, I like this player a lot, and that's why we decided to trust him. Um, because when we train a player at the club, at one point we have to show that we can trust them, especially when uh, clearly they have the skills. Uh, so, so that's how the story started for Omari. Again, like I said, who had never played a minute in Ligue 1 before this season. Um, and then, of course, Bade being that red card is out for the next couple of games. So Omari starts, but then Bade comes back and, and gets his spot again for, for three games. At that stage, uh, and after a defeat against Marseille, uh, Rennes has a, has a pretty, a pretty terrible start of the season. They've only won one game in six, um, drawing twice and, and losing three times. Um, and so then Genesios decided to give Omari a chance and, and to start him in front of Bade just to change something and see what's going on. The following series is just all positives. Uh, until the Christmas break, in all competition, Rennes plays 19 games. They win 13 of them. They only lose three and they lose to Lille, Nice and, and Monaco. So it's, uh, it's good teams that they lose against. And also um, three draws. You know, granted, Omari doesn't play 100% of all the games, um, but they maybe has one or two starts in the Conference League. But make no mistake, the, the starter next to Aguerd is the academy trained defender uh, who had never played before. During that time, of course, Rennes beats Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, they're, they're the only one to do so. They beat him 2-0. They beat him 2-0. Uh, and I think that's probably also when Omari sort of cemented himself as that promising centre-back, if not as, um, you know, plain and simple, the fourth to be to be reckoned with. Um, what what I like, of course, about Warmed Omari and, and the way he, he defends is um, is that kind of defender who defends standing up. Um, if we look at the the closest game, of course, this weekend against Paris Saint Germain, um, once or twice you see Messi coming in front of him or Mbappe coming in front of him, and he's going to face them um, head up and so to say, standing up, trying to put his foot on the ball and trying to to I guess push his adversary away while keeping control of the ball. He just he doesn't just clear the ball away. Um, in that sense, he reminds me a little bit of um, Castello Luqueba from Lyon, where these kind of players who who's trying to be, who's trying to just be a smart defender, who's trying to not give himself up too easily, who's trying to keep control of the ball when he defends, and who's also trying to make sure that um, 
he, he's he's not he's not the first one to lose the ball as soon as he uh, recovers it. It's something that is so impressive, especially for a young defender. The ability to understand that the more time they're standing up, the better they'll be for for the rest of the team. I mean, you know, of course, when uh, when there's need for a tackle, and again, we'll see it this weekend uh, when he did a, a bit of a um a desperate tackle um from the back, which he, which he succeeded in doing. Uh, he's doing it, but uh, but he is also like he's showing maybe even too much sometimes a very very strong confidence in his ability to actually control the ball and pass the ball and dribble the first forward, uh, and then making sure that the ball stays in in his team's possession. Again, when I, whenever I talk about Warman Omari or whenever I see him playing, I feel like we're talking about a player who's like 28, 29, who's who's you know an, an, an old experienced guy who understands the game because that's how he comes across. He has that um I guess that lack of emotion. You don't really see him panic him or you don't see the other way around. I guess you don't see him too happy or smiling or too uh, expressive. Uh but he looks just serious and focused and looks like he's doing the job. Uh, after that, that series that I just spoke about, about 19 games and 13 wins, um, the AFCON comes. So, you know, Ren loses Aguerd. They lose also Gomez, their goalkeeper. Uh, and so since the, the beginning of 2022, uh, it's a little bit, you know, um, blowing hot and cold. They, they lost in Coupe de France to, to Nancy. They lost to Rennes. They win to Bordeaux. They lose to Clermont. They win to Brest. And then they lose to Paris Saint-Germain at the last minute this weekend. Um, but... Omari is really the defender who's the player, maybe even in Rennes, who's the most um who's the most promising. You know, we've seen of course the development of Bourgeot and we've seen the development uh, of players like Flaviente. Um but defensively the fact that they could find somebody off the academy who's again never played before in Liga and his ability to uh, adapt so quickly to what is expected of him, um, I think is what really made him impressive. He's also, you know, very um is very serious, you know. If you look at his uh, at his hip up, uh, he stays in his half. He plays from from his box to just above the middle of of the park, but he rarely goes up front unless it's for a corner kick or anything. So he's also um, very serious about what his zone is. He's got a very good understanding of um, where his work has to happen uh, and where where he's going to be the most crucial. He is, um, you know, Genesio talks to him about talks about being a, a skillful passer. Uh, he is one of the most accurate passers we have in Ligue 1 right now. Uh, 91% of his passes uh, end up in in his teammates' feet. Uh, 92% in his own half. 90% in in the opposition half. Uh, 80% of his long balls are accurate. Uh, it's it's pretty impressive for a, for a player his age. Uh, and if you look at you know I guess if you compare him to the rest of the Ligue 1 players. Um, he's ranked ninth in in pass completion. Uh, he's ranked sixth in um, in his uh, accuracy in in tackling uh, people trying to dribble in front of him. Uh, he's ranked sixth as well in the percentage of uh, aerial uh, aerial sorry ball won. Aerial is a hard word to say for me in English. <laughs> um, so yeah, he ranks sixth six in uh, in aerials won. Uh, he's he's really really showing the rest of Liga. That he is a force to reckon with. That he is, I guess, some somehow the best, um, the best complement to um, a Nayef Aguerd. Uh, and you know, I'm not going to say that he's performing better than Aguerd because Aguerd is bringing, of course, all his experience and 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 all his uh, vista to it. But he's definitely 
um, showing Aguirre that there is somebody right next to him who's willing to train and who's willing to work uh, as hard as Aguirre is. Um, is It's the beginning of an adventure for him, right? You're going to have to see if he can confirm. You're going to have to see um, how far how far this goes. But I just, I just really enjoy a story of a player that never had a chance in Ligue 1 before and as soon as he's given an opportunity, um, plays in Ligue 1 the way he was playing under 19, as if he is the leader of the team, uh, you know, showing the rest of his teammates that they can count on him, show him, showing that um, that surety technically that if you pass him the ball, he, there won't be any panic on his end, he'll control, he'll pass it. Uh, and then I was, in my mind, I was like, well, how many players can do that actually in Liga? You can think about um, Marquinhos, but Marquinhos is probably the only defender in Paris who does that because next to him, a guy like Kim Pengbe is prone to mistakes. Um, you can think of maybe Saliba in Marseille, but Saliba has shown recently also um, sometimes his inability to judge the ball the, the right way. Um, you can think of then much more experienced player, uh, Dante in Nice, Ponte in Lille. But as far as the youth goes and as far as a young defender who's complete, who can defend well and, and does does the job, um, it's, go- it's going to be hard to find. Um, he's still French as, as far as uh, as far as the citizenship goes. He hasn't um, played for anybody, of course, with his parents being born in Comoros. In Comoros, he could if he wants. I'm assuming play for, for the Comoros. But I feel like he's the kind of player that Didier um, Deschamps should keep tabs on because... A 20, 21 year old player who, who can be, I guess, the good. I don't, I'm not saying that he's the next choice behind Varane, right? We have, we have Jules Koundé, we have, um, Upamecano, and those players are playing in, uh, in, in world teams. But I feel like, uh, Omari is definitely bringing something to the table, which is, um, almost very, uh, to, to compare him to Laurent Blanc, very presidential. Um, he, he's standing up. He plays standing up. He doesn't tackle that much. Um, he likes to play with the ball. He doesn't mind dribbling if he has to. He likes to beat his opponent in the duel who is still standing. Uh, he's not afraid of who's going to be in front of him. I mean, he, he was pretty good twice this season against, um, against the Mbappes and the Messi's and, and, and the Neymar. Um, he, he's impressive. I think he needs to, you know, um, needs to get a bit of, Muscles on him, he's uh, he's pretty slender, but uh, but once he's sort of fully developed, or so once he, he 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 does a bit more gym and get his arms a bit stronger, we're going to see. Uh, I think we're seeing uh, the birth of a very good league and defender, if not somewhere else. And you know you know how things go this day and age. Uh, if a player is is half good for half a season, next thing you know. Um, a big team is coming and, uh, and trying to, to snatch him. If he's, if he's smart, he's going to stay in Rennes for a little bit longer to make sure he develops himself fully before going anywhere else. I mean, he's been at the club um, for almost almost eight years now. So hopefully he'll take his time. Uh, but we're, we're seeing a defender um, from where I stand like we've rarely seen. You just got to hope that it's not a one-season wonder. But he's, he's definitely been impressive in Rennes and He's not a uh, stranger to the success Ren is. It's good for Genesio as well. You know, it shows that uh, Bruno Genesio is able to bring youth out of uh, the academy and give them their chance. So it also like cement the idea that Ren really has one of the best academies in France or in Europe at the moment. And uh, being able to get a player at basically every position 
on the field in the last uh, three four years is uh, is showing how good this uh, this academy is working and how good um, Loya Morris and Bruno Genesio are using it, how well they're using it, should I say? So yeah, Warmed Omari, um, have a look at him. Keep, keep him on your uh, keep him on your tabs. Check out uh, his uh, his second half of the season. Of course, there's the Conference League coming for Rennes um, after the playoff. There's also going to be the the rest of Ligue 1, and, and they are of course fighting to try and and stay in uh, in Champions League. Contention. They're only five points behind Nice as it stands after that loss against Paris Saint Germain this weekend. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But um, Warmed Omari is one of the surprises of the season and one of those players that I think will will end up the season and he'll be nominated for um, best young player in Liga or best new player in Liga and the at the UNFP trophies at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. 